Hello and welcome to Dylan and Brandon Have a Simpsons Podcast. Hello. The podcast that myself and Brandon here do in the hopes that maybe someday somebody will write a play about it. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. in the hopes. Here's hoping, yeah. as, as most podcasts are... Uh, aspiring, aspiring towards. Aspiring to and always have. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, there hasn't been one made about Joe Rogan yet, so... You know, I think it's going to be a Weird, long, long yeah. way until they get to us. But well, we're in the we'll process of developing that as well. Oh, yeah. We're writing it, yeah. Dylan and Brayden have a yeah. Simpsons play. <laughs> <laughs> it's just that Rogan's lawyers don't want us to have like, anything to do with... You know, they have not liked the scripts we've been sending over. No. Or, you know... They haven't been digging it. It's just not... You know, but we're going to get there. Hmm. Your Rogan theatrical experience. I think yeah. it'll be something really special. <laughs> but anyway, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Mm. That's a couple of years down the line. <laughs> <laughs> And today we're going to be reviewing Marriage of Lumber Jill. Mm. And a bit of a, a bit of a preface. Oh, yeah, sure. Dylan is a mega super duper duper whopper Simpsons fan. I'm more of a layman Simpsons fan. And we are tackling the newer seasons of The Simpsons, starting from the 31st season. That is correct. Yes, yes. So, yeah. Are we good to jump into the episode? I think so. Yeah, yeah sweet. Yeah. So, Marriage Lumberjill. It's a 668 episode of the show overall. And finally, is this our sixth episode? I uh, think so. Fifth, yeah, no, you're right. Sixth. sixth our yeah, sixth yeah. episode. We finally have a full opening. First, first yeah, our yeah, yeah. First full opening since, uh, since we started reviewing this show. So, the first full opening of the 31st season. So, firstly, we have... Um, Coincidentally, because we're so close to Christmas, even though I don't think when yeah. this episode came out, it, it was very close to Christmas. But the title opening has Santa coming through and going, "What? What? Too soon?" Yeah, <laughs> he backs away, <laughs> which is ironic because, like as you said, you know, it's 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 so close for us. But the whole joke was probably that it's you know, that is a little early. Not Christmas at all, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> when I saw it, I was like, "Holy fuck, is this a Christmas episode?" But it wasn't. I was like, "Oh, my timing was so perfect." <laughs> and anyone listening to this years and years in the future yes it's it's uh you know like the 22nd of the of december right now uh it's, yes. it's christmas is coming man santa's on his way 2020 can't wait 2020 man woo woo. this is this is uh the last simpsons podcast we are going to record before the holidays oh yeah sure um and, and the last one of the year as well yeah. so yeah yeah yeah, the the closing of our first year, I guess. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah Boom. Uh, yeah, we'll be back in the new year, but this will be the end of it for yeah. this time. Cause, we need to take uh, a little time off, drink some eggnog. Drink some eggnog, some festivities, you know? eat some chocolate. Yeah, yeah. See what Santa's up to. Try to better ourselves on January 1st and give up January 2nd. You know, oh, all yeah, the kind yeah. of Christmas no, traditions. Standard, standard. <laughs> yeah, I think so. So uh, we get that. So just in case you don't know, because you probably wouldn't have seen the later season of Simpsons, there's multiple new things now in the full opening. It's not just yeah. chalkboard and couch gag anymore. Few, there's a few different yeah. ones, like the billboard and Something stuff, different right? flies past the title every yeah. episode. There's a billboard, and again, there's chalkboard and couch gag. So the billboard, I thought it was a great billboard, is the Crusty Clown Show, the only thing not on Disney+. Plus. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought that was a nice little uh, reference. I like that they, that they poke fun at, uh, at Disney because it's very much in the vein of... Uh... You know, no Simpsons. change for them. Like, yeah, you know, exactly. I mean? It's very much in the vein that Disney clearly isn't yeah. controlling them and letting them continue as they would. Yeah, you know, and, and you know, uh, a lot of the Simpsons joy. have always made fun of have made fun of Fox. You know, what yeah. I mean? like, so it would only feel right for them to make fun of the people who are now their yeah. owners, their yeah. overheads. <laughs> mm. Big mouse. Exactly. And now we have our first chalkboard of the season, which is daylight savings isn't something I can spend. Mm. Mm. 
Well, that was a fun one that makes sense for a 10 year old because I didn't know what daylight savings were for a very long time. Man, time was such <laughs> a, a mystery to me. Oh, yeah. He's talking about this, yeah. Quite late in my life. <laughs> mm. Oh, the concept of time just it took me so long to grasp it. It's like, why do we lose an. Uh, why do we get one later on? Yeah. Who, who who worked this out? And then in another part of the year, we get two one a.m.s. What yeah, the hell is yeah. going on? Oh, but then every every like four years, oh boy, there's another there's another day in February. Is it February? Oh yeah, yeah yeah, twenty yeah. ninth of February. I mean, that's something that sort of baffles me. If I'm quite honest, I've always found the fact that leap years are a thing very weird, yeah. very confusing. It, it, like, this day that doesn't really count. Something to do with. Like how much light there is in in a year or some or something like you know how many you know like it's like you can actually Sleeping, break it man. down. Yeah, that's actually the, thing, the time leaps is all it is. I'm pretty yeah, sure that's, that's the. It's a quantum leap. It's a quantum leap, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, I remember I used to genuinely think that if you were born on February 29th, that you would not age <laughs> until. <laughs> <laughs> until four quarter, years later a quarter of the, the the way that everybody else does yeah yeah exactly so good. four years later you would be one <laughs> imagine that jesus that's the that's the key to immortality exactly that would be a really interesting movie or something <laughs> a vision button type thing you you so you would be able to like have friends and stuff because yeah yeah, yeah. until pe- like much later in life yeah you know? people would be like maturing before you and you know all that kind of stuff that's so interesting too because then would your brain so fascinating. would your brain like take longer to you know what i mean or would like by the time you ate you become one would you would you be as clever as a four-year-old see that, that's that's why i would have thought that, that, that's, that's why i assume that it was just like you stay the mental physical everything yeah. age of a one-year-old until four years later when you turn two and then, you know <laughs> and yeah. then it all it all just like uh, uh, like surges upon you and you age up like a year all at once yeah exactly <laughs> but like the, 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 that just goes to show how much I did understand time that I genuinely taught that and it, hmm. and it made sense to me <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that was our chalkboard and we had a pretty delightful couch like I thought this uh, this dark ride as they're called this pirate ride oh yeah pretty fun yeah pretty and fun. they get yeah, sent yeah. down and uh or falls off of the yeah. uh, the loft thingy, whatever you call it, the craft. <laughs> like right before, kind of uh, right, right after, just like insulting the ride. Yeah, That's yeah. Quite, uh, classic Homer. You Still guys. wants to get his picture though. Yeah. Oh yeah. Of course. You gotta get the picture. <laughs> then we jump right into the episode. I think I've said the title. Eleven nights, marriage, lumberjill. Sorry, sorry, I'm repeating myself. Oh, that's um, that's really cool actually because um I actually wasn't I I watched the first episode. With an illegal link online, Uh-oh. okay, rather than Disney Plus, which um, I have, which Dylan has, and you have I'd, access to. Yeah, but I didn't want to go downstairs because I was really hungover. Um, <laughs> you just admitted to There's so a, many a, a, illegally illegal. pirating. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and being hungover, being hungover. You're, but, but <laughs> you're underage. Well, Can't well, be drinking alcohol. That's because I was born on a leap year, Dale. Ah, yes, you yes. I I'm actually 107. <laughs> I forgot about that. But I actually was not aware of the 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 episode title until now. Uh, great title. Yeah. yeah. Pretty pretty delightful one. Yeah. So we go in, and our very first scene, Chalmers is presenting a series of short plays that the mm. children have written. Welcome to our first ever night of dramatic scenes written by our students. Should we silence our cell phones and pages? No, 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 please, I beg you, leave them on. And and here, here's some candy to unwrap. Yeah. I love, I love, 
uh, this this intro this right, whole, right away absolutely. so funny. This whole sequence is just, you could tell the writers are having an absolute blast yeah, with this concept. Yeah, just making fun of theatre and making fun of school kids and making fun of school kids doing theatre. Yes, as, as, as well as just today's culture in yeah, general, yeah, yeah, like yeah. the youth of today and the kind of stuff that, that they're into. So we have a series of short plays written by the kids. The first one is uh, Ralph and Milhouse doing a rendition of uh, Riverdale. Yeah. Their own interpretation of Riverdale. I've seen like the first four or five episodes of that show. That's kind of bang on. That's kind it's of pretty accurate. That's kind of what it's yeah. like. Yeah, it's I've, really I've intense seen drama. Half of a trailer for it, and it seems pretty bang on. Yeah, <laughs> that's all you need, really. Yeah, just cut to you and like the twins are just like we're both pregnant. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, it's all that kind of stuff. That teen drama. That I had to say, like I, I, I didn't stop watching for any particular reason other than I just kind of forgot yeah. it. To be honest, I enjoyed it. Like I kind of have a soft spot for I've, I've heard cringy that, teen dramas. Yeah, I get you. Yeah, I, I guess there's a, there's a right way to do any genre. Totally. Now really? the best one is personally for me, Thirteen Reasons Why, and no other one. I'd, I'd, yeah, no other show could top that. Mm, um, I the first season. The thing that's part of why I stopped Riverdale is because a lot of people told me. Oh, you like Thirteen Reasons Why? You'd love Riverdale, yeah. And so I watched it, and it just did not live up to that kind of expectation yeah, for I me. Yeah, I get you. I get you. It was just more forced and yeah, I more unrealistic and stuff. Maybe you know? Riverdale was originally based on that, uh, that Archie. That ca- yeah, the Archie cartoon. Yeah, you know what I mean, like, so it's like sort of not necessarily it depends on who's behind it. You know what I mean? But it's mm. like you would typically assume it might be a bit more cartoonish. Yeah, yeah, know? exactly, more OTT. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. Uh, then we have a play based on a... Um, like YouTube reacts, right? Yeah, YouTube video. <laughs> people playing a video game. Yeah, yeah. So it's <laughs> to which Homer goes, about time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That whole line was fantastic. Him being like, um, a play based on a YouTube video of people playing a video game. It sounds like he's like annoyed by it. Like, yeah. what the hell? And he goes, about time. <laughs> <laughs> like, I like they've, they've just got like, this whole setup on stage of like a, a, a <laughs> YouTube cut out video. Of, a, of a YouTube box. Yeah. And, like, the annotation come across the stage to, to, to subscribe to them and stuff. It's <laughs> <laughs> so libel. It's like, why are you doing a play about just a love letter to the internet, basically? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or what, like, you know, these children clearly uh, assume is. Um, um, the like, whole concept co- of yeah, theater yeah, or something. The, yeah. yeah. Or culture, even, yeah. yeah. Um, we have who says oh yeah yeah Mr. Largo goes uh, yes. this is their Beckett <laughs> to which Chalmers and Skinner go who? who? which is a nice little <laughs> people just don't know who Samuel Beckett is anymore yeah yeah. <laughs> uh, that was one of my favourite jokes of the whole episode actually yeah because <laughs> um, it's like Chalmers and Skinner are being so snooty just like you know, looking down on the things and mm. then it's like oh, it's their Beckett just immediately who yeah who the hell is that <laughs> yeah like like they're so cultured they're talking about how like video game walkthroughs are the only thing that the youth of the day the only content that they consume nowadays basically the only thing that they've seen um production of the mask singer are you familiar with the mask singer at all mask singer you get that reference at all no i can't remember this one where the guy takes his mask off and he's slave of flave oh no no i don't what is that from? The Masked Singer is an American sort of like reality competition type show where it basically had like a, a series of celebrity judges. Kenny Young was on it for a while. I'm not sure ah, if he is anymore. Okay. But um, somebody comes out masked, like yeah. like wearing a mask, wearing a disguise, and they sing. And it's a major celebrity, a major singer, and you have to guess who the singer is, basically. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Is that also what the most recent season of Big Mouth is making fun of with the principal? Remind me? You know, there's like a, oh, a secret identity principle. Yes, that, 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 that's exactly it. Yeah, yeah, because because that's that's the comparison I saw, and I was like, I am 
clearly unaware of some <laughs> something yeah some show the mass singer yeah it's quite a big show in in america anyway it hasn't really okay. came overseas yet we have like a little uh production of the mass singer mm. and um they're all trying to guess who this who the singer is and ends up being flavor flav yeah a, a kid pretending to be flavor flav yeah and i love martin's line um flavor flav i've heard of you i've heard of you so I am such a huge fan of your movies, books, or music. You're in school and people are talking about an artist that you don't really know. You pre- and you just really want to be on board. Yeah, yeah you yeah. pretend you have nothing to back up <laughs> what people are talking about. I remember that back in, particularly in secondary school, where people were talking about, I don't know, like a big rapper or something, let's say. And I pretend to know who they're talking about. And I, and I always be like, okay, when I go home, I'm going to consume yeah, this person's like music. Get into, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I never would. <laughs> or, or it's like sometimes I would and I'd actually like you know super obsess over the thing mm. that was you know cool and then because we were children in like a month it wasn't so cool anymore yeah, by the time you got around to it <laughs> yeah but you'd have like like engorged yourself in all this content yeah you know what I mean I mean always been a thing that stressed me so much in secondary school I, I always felt like there is a memo going around that I just never got of the cool stuff. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. What's yeah, cool yeah, yeah. at the moment? What is the yeah? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because you'd be like, um, oh, I listened to that new Chance the Rapper song last night, and they'd be like, Chance the Rapper. I'm like, oh wait, he's not cool anymore. Like, I didn't oh, even fucking no. get told this. How come they all knew he's not cool? Was just not on the newsletter, man. That was yeah, exactly clearly, <laughs> that's always what it felt like. <laughs> So from there we have um, Homer and Bart daydreaming about being dead because that's yeah. how much they're not enjoying this series of short plays. Homer is just in a ditch and Bart's in like a nice comfy looking coffin. Yeah, we're just <laughs> delighted in these daydreams. Yeah, we're having a lovely <laughs> time imagining so that they're dead. Here we have um, we Skinner introducing, that. yeah, Lisa. Thank God she's a throwback. It's a line that he says he's just happy that there's going to be a... <laughs> A, a little oh, short play like real theatre yeah yeah, yeah, yeah exactly yeah. and um I had the name of it here somewhere oh yeah Long Day's Journey into Life Beer that was a <laughs> life little reference so we like have that. yeah we have Lisa doing a little play based on her family and yeah. I thought there was loads of great little Lot, lots of funny meta stuff. commentaries yeah. in yeah, here yeah. and stuff yeah we have Ralph as Homer it was a fantastic line I wanted to be a race car driver, so I was. Then I quit. Yeah. Just a great commentary on just... just the Simpsons in general. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Every, like, second episode of the show almost is Homer getting oh, a new job. Homer just going and getting involved in some antics. And yeah, some that he always he loses by the end of the episode. <laughs> Naturally. Or sometimes he doesn't even lose. We'll still have the job at the end of the episode, but just won't have in the, in the next one. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Sometimes, yeah. yeah. Or, like, you know, he'll sort of come to some uh, mm. complete realisation as to why being, you know... This With is, is right or whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. One of my favorite like uh, references to that is in the episode where they make gay marriage legal in Springfield oh, yeah. to bring in like tourist culture, and Homer becomes a um, he gets oh, ordained. Yes, 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 yes. And at the very end of the episode, uh, when everything like gets resolved, Lisa goes, "Well, I guess that's the end of um, H- Homer marrying people," and Homer, and then Bart just goes. Why? <laughs> <laughs> because he was like doing really well and making loads of money. It's like, why would he stop doing it? <laughs> because that's what the plot demands, yeah, Bart. There's, there's no reason to keep this going anymore. He's back to the power plant for some reason. <laughs> you know, this gig seemed way cushier. It's so funny. Because mm. I, remember, I remember just like fucking Bart's intonation in that. Why? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so these things no sense. Why would he stop? <laughs> so yeah, um, we have a database. Who I think is quite an underrated character. Can I just say, um, <laughs> as Bart, 
And he says to the lion, my catchphrase is there as outdated as my slingshot. <laughs> I really like Database as a character. I always think he's really funny. Never <laughs> knew his name was Database. His name is Database, yeah. That's so, that's so crazy, yeah. 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 I just always knew he was the kid who was like... <laughs> <laughs> I, always, I, I think that's a character right that's a characterized voice for him is just fantastic. Oh, I don't know. That's Cartwright. That's Cartwright. Well. Yeah, yeah. He is indeed. That's funny then. Though that's uh, that, that's a, a Nancy Cartwright who voices Bart mm-hmm. voicing another character pretending to be Bart. Oh yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. That's so interesting. <laughs> very very true. And then like you know like Lisa enters. And they're all wearing, you know, like the kind of, you know, the, the fake wigs. hair. Yeah, and wigs. so is she, exactly like her own. Yeah, wearing a wig of her own <laughs> hair. <laughs> yeah, a very interesting little detail. <laughs> kind of reminds me of that, uh, you know, that joke they had in like a previous episode where um, someone's just like, uh, "You don't have any hairline," and, he's, and then like Bart and Lisa they're are all just creeping out. Freaking yeah, out. he goes like, "Oh, God, I'm gonna draw one on." Mm-hmm. This is really creeping me out. I can't tell where it starts and where it ends, <laughs> <laughs> or where, where, where my forehead. My forehead ends and my hair begins. <laughs> oh, you're so confused. Marriage is quite heartwarming because her interpretation in display yeah. is like that she's very boring and that she's kind of like trying to keep order in the house all the time yeah. and stuff like yeah. that. But like there's nothing interesting about her. So she's absolutely heartwarming by this, and everyone's perceiving her as being quite boring. We have a line from Sideshow Mel where he says, that woman is a snore. Ralph has nothing to work on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sideshow Mel just like, doesn't even have any kids. He's just attending like, what, what yeah, theatre yeah. is happening at the moment because he's such a thespian. <laughs> just so he could like, uh, belittle some people. Yeah, some exactly. <laughs> whatever theatre, whatever live stage performance is happening in so Springfield, funny. he's there. I, I really like this, uh, this sort of like, plot being pursued as well because like, mm. even from, I remember we talked about like, in the very first episode, how Marge has like you know like, like a few the lines. least developed of the yeah. five or yeah. the, not of the five but of the four. Oh, well, like, oh yeah, true. Not including Maggie, but yeah. least developed of herself. Yes, of the actual former Lisa and Bart. Like, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that she like sort of like doesn't really that often get that much of a sort of a a, a, a real kind of like interesting arc. You no, know, yeah, like, yeah. More often she's put to the side and just sort of like used a bit kind of like to to. As an encouragement for the yeah, other characters, exactly, yeah, 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 yeah. As something that, as someone who builds them up to do whatever they're going to yeah. do for the episode. I thought it was quite intelligent, um, like sort of, sort of a way of writing. Yeah, yeah, very self-aware, totally. Like, yeah, and also quite fitting because we had that conversation. You just yeah, mentioned yeah, yeah. this is the first marriage focus episode that we've reviewed, and I think a very, very strong one, and one I that really. So. I, I really enjoyed this episode. Me too. Yeah, and one that like really. Um, showcases her really well as a character and um she has some really cool loads loads of really cool moments that we'll get to in this episode yeah, i thought yeah. I, I very thought, independent moments i thought it kind of like you sort of we've had sort of similar marriage storylines where she's been sort of trying to find mm. um you know sort of sort of new aspects of herself yeah but i thought that it was i thought it was a candle in in a different kind of way in a more interesting totally way. yeah the, the, you know? the thing for me i was thinking about it is um with a lot of those like ones where she's pursuing something it's still for other people in some way sure yeah yeah like the one where she becomes a police officer is a good example but that is her protecting the city or, you know yeah. something like that whereas this is really a hobby that she purely enjoys yeah. this is not for anybody she doesn't even really get she doesn't get support from Homer not too much from the kids either over the course of the episode and that doesn't bother her she just yeah. does, it's something that she really enjoys doing you know I feel like that's really what this, this episode is about is like her developing and trying to find out kind of like her own independence yeah and who, who she is and who if she does have stuff outside of, you know, like the boring housewife 
Yeah, yeah. Because she's standing outside of yeah. her her husband and her kids. So then we have um, them in church and uh, yeah. Marge decides to <laughs> do a sermon. Dear Jesus, what's the matter for you? You saying you's a king? He was a Roman. That's why I'm doing the accent. No one's digging it anyway. Yeah. Everyone's like, can we please just have Reverend Lovejoy do his regular sermons, Which please? Which is so funny because it's like... Because <laughs> they're always so bored by <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah, always yeah. the joke. <laughs> now they're all just like, but please doing, bring Lovejoy back. She's doing like her stand-up set. Like, yeah. and just like flopping, like mm. bombing in front of them. Making your hair into a beard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really fun. She's trying to say she can. Yeah, exactly. But she's very ashamed anyway. And then Marge goes to sit down mm. and... Um, Oh yeah, the wise guy comes up with um the collection box and goes, "Oh yeah, hey yeah, uh, you need you need this more than we do, okay?" <laughs> he gives her the money. Is he always just called wise guy? It, his name is wise guy. Wise guy. Like in like credits and stuff, like for Hank Azaria, that character's yeah, yeah. name is wise guy. He's never actually been referred to as. That's that makes so much sense though. It's yeah. perfect, yeah. yeah. His comments are always like, "He's a wise guy." Hey, guy. hey. <laughs> yeah, hey you, Pelly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um. From there, they, they they go to the house. They go back home, and a tree falls on top of the car. Yeah. And Homer's like, oh, a near-death experience. This is interesting, right? Right? Because Marge is starting to get quite fatigued by her own existence. Yeah. yeah. And Marge is like, I'm going to bed. She's not affected by this yeah. uh, near-death experience at all, which is which is really, mm. like... Uh, so interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It has no effect on her. And, um... Which so, is, like, actually, it's that's a that's a that's one of the trademarks, uh, symptoms of depression, just not accessing mm. like you know sort of like raw emotion and and and, and not processing yeah uh, and what should be traumatic events and what should be sort of like upsetting events totally yeah. and it's, it's actually way more painful than just things affecting you oh yeah being so like true. why don't i give a shit about anything oh that's so much like, worse you know what i mean yeah, yeah that sucks like. yeah or like why am i not being a human right now yeah exactly why does this mean nothing to me yeah. you know yeah when you're like oh something like this would have really upset me last week but this week i just don't I'm really care yeah. yeah yeah exactly i'm not here so yeah i definitely felt for a marriage in that moment mm-hmm. um so then we have homer um supposed to be cutting some trees he gives up pretty early on yeah. goes in the handbook and starts dreaming i like this whole sequence and he dreams about a saw Cutting the tree, yeah. but in the saw also gives like up. Tired and goes into another hammer. <laughs> goes yeah. into a handbook in the dream. Yeah, <laughs> I've been really enjoying uh, the just the little dream sequences. Oh, dream sequences, season. yeah. Or just in general, yeah. yeah, yeah really, really, really fantastic. Oh, I think the show has always really been quite consistent with them, quite mm. solid with them. Even if you go back to the first season, they're actually incredibly common. Like more yeah, than yeah. any other season of the show. Oh, the interesting. First season. There's just loads and loads of. There is a bunch. Yeah, oh. very very interesting. Um. That was clearly just a, a device that they, that they were intrigued with they wanted to use. And they have done so since then. But it, really, like, if you go back to the first season, it's so... There's one in every episode, for sure. Jeez, so interesting. interesting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because, like, with, like, kind of, like, this one and, like, you know, the 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 the, the Homer uh, eating himself as a yeah, yeah, <laughs> him being predator the, last yeah. episode and mm, stuff. More really enjoyable <laughs> ones. Really, enjoy it, yeah. really just simulate you visually. <coughs> Excuse me. That's all mm. good. So uh, Marge decides to do the shopping herself, yeah. and um, Selma and Patty knows how good she is. Yeah, so she's tapping into some real repressed rage. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So they introduce Marge to this woman called Paula, who is a professional timber sports player. Yeah. What did you think when this when this was first introduced? When Paula was introduced, and that that this is where the episode might be going. Um, I was a bit like. 
this isn't that interesting, if I'm honest. Yeah, yeah, oh, that's like exactly, kind of lame. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah, at first I was like, oh, this is where we're going. This, this, I'm not going Timber to be interested. Sports. Yeah, 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 totally. <laughs> Why are you going to try and make me interested in, mm. in like? You know, and as you can tell from my, you can probably tell from my tone of voices, they ended up making it interesting. They do make I it. I have to give it to them. Very, yeah, 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 <laughs> totally. Yeah, yeah. Because they go sort of kind of where you're thinking, um, you know, like the sort of the standard thing in like these kind of TV shows mm. is is that like you know the standard trope is that the character picks up something and then gets immediately so good at it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then it, that is where it goes. But it's it's so much more about kind of like um, Marge developing her own sense of person, I feel like. Mm, you know what I mean? 100%. Yeah. So um, um, Paula takes Marge out to the woods and they're about to start yeah. doing some wood chopping yeah. and she tells Marge to think about something that makes her angry or to, to, to really inspire some good wood chopping yeah. and yeah. Um, so Marge thinks of Bart and Lisa to inspire this and we have Bart Mom, Lisa won't stay on her side of the thought bubble You have five seconds to live So do you, idiot We're in the same bubble My final words are Lisa sucks And then we have a freaking crazy montage (laughs) Yeah, just going ham on wood, bro A very enjoyable montage of, you know What you expect from it is that you see them improving And stuff like that Mm, But mm. every single one of these visual gags Are all really funny (laughs) Is, um, we have, um Marriage sawing a punching bag like a punching bag is set up on the tree and we think she's about to punch it but she instead saws the punching bag open then we have uh, Marriage and Paula rolling on a log in the water and it looks quite normal and it just pans out to reveal that Legs Fat Tony's assistant is doing the same thing but to a dead body yes 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 (laughs) we have Marriage coming home and shaking off all the wood chippings Mm -hmm. from her hair onto the family Um, we have Oh yeah, she, she's frightening Homer while they're asleep in bed. She, she, she's chopping wood in her sleep. Yeah. And Homer can't, yeah. can't sleep in the bed because of it. Um, we have her... Oh yeah, cut, cutting a hoagie in sections for Homer. Yes. He's so yeah, happy they... about it being cut in pieces for him, oh. but still eats the whole hoagie. Is, the ho- is that what a hoagie is? A big sandwich? A like big that. giant sandwich, yeah, That's exactly. so interesting. I never knew... I always sort of thought a hoagie was like a hot dog or something. Oh, yeah. No, ho- hoagie is a, a, hoagie a, a, is a big, big old... Big old, old roll, as we would call it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. And, um... Every day's a school day. There we go, yeah. Learn something new every day. The more you know. <laughs> Maybe I'll throw that sound effect wow. in there if I feel bothered to. <laughs> You'll find out by listening. <laughs> um, oh yeah. yeah, we have these. <laughs> they're by a fire, and there's these two adorable squirrels, almost like Disney-like squirrels, sitting beside Paul and Marriage, and they're both like admiring these cute little squirrels. And in cut two, they now have the two squirrels on a stick, and they're eating I them. About that one. <laughs> <laughs> I had to say it made me laugh. I also went, Jesus! I was like, that was like. Family Guy South Park type yeah, type humor. Yeah, so Simpsons esque. Yeah, 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 yeah. It totally didn't. Like, <laughs> but like, it made me laugh. I like to like by the end of this montage, you're kind of like, oh, that's 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 kind of that's you know that's that's really cool. They're developing whatever, and it just like pans mm. out whatever, and there's just like so many tree stumps all over the place. Uh, yeah. You're like, oh yeah, this is actually probably really bad for the environment. Totally, <laughs> yeah, for the woods. <laughs> and they're freaking making the, the, the final bit of the montage is them making uh, wood chipping angels. Yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> uh, it's a really enjoyable <laughs> montage all around. I thought. Mm. Yeah, yeah, a lot of fun. Mm. So we see that she's really progressed in this area, and um, mm-hmm. she's 
doing her first wood chipping, wood chopping competition, and uh, our boy Anger Watkins is back. He's ba- I was so happy to He's see back him in back. action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I really didn't think he would. I, I thought he was a great character. I'm glad to see him back, but I just, I really would have assumed he was a once off. So yeah, yeah, it was cool to see him again. And, and because he's he uh, snapped the bra strap of one PA, he he's been bumped down from from like uh, the NBA to commentating uh, for like a, a timber a wood, sports yeah. <laughs> competition. <laughs> yeah. Mike isn't a nickname; it's a name name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he's like, um, I, I, I leave this place right now. I wasn't so afraid of squirrels. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's yeah. some fantastic one-liners. Oh, I thought this, this... a really great character. Can you just see the characters or that the writers love writing this character? Was the first episode of this season his first? His first appearance in the show full stop. He, yeah, never it is. Been in the show before. Nope. Oh, very interesting. Yeah, so you got introduced to a character who I'm guessing potentially could end up being a oh, I feel yeah a regular character who comes back because he's also voiced by Kevin Michael Richardson, who is a cast member on the show now. Mm, so mm. I think Andrew Watkins could easily come back, and I think he I fits think so. into the you know that Springfield ensemble very well, while also not being too similar to other characters that he can come back. Yeah, yeah. And a lot, you know, I, just because you know, also like, you know, just said like that the tro- that there there was a trope in these shows for someone to pick up something and then get very good at it and then most likely go to some kind of a championship or something so there will almost always like periodically be a reason for there to be commentary yeah potential for that really? character to come back yeah. totally yeah. yes please <laughs> then we see that Nelson is also in this competition and yeah. uh, he's got some pole <laughs> skills from his mom. oh my quite God. disturbing but also funny so funny but the fucking the funniest thing for me is just like so <laughs> Nelson's like you know jumping and strutting and twirling and everything yes and then he like finishes it he's <laughs> just this like one kind of like scruffy drunk looking guy with a drink at the side of the fence who just throws a few dollars his way I know <laughs> like whoa this, the whole thing was just for fuck's sake he like, made me laugh it was also like whoa this whoa. is risque this is weird <laughs> his mom just like cheering him on I know the, yeah Oh, he gets his postcards from his mommy. <laughs> so proud. So um, marriage is in the lead, mm. and um, in the end, she ends up winning it. And um, yeah, like Edgar Watkins' line here as well is marriage in the lead, which no one saw coming because no one's watching. Yeah. <laughs> Just not happy to be doing this at all. We do learn that Paula is a lesbian, which uh, Patty gives Homer the heads up about. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, oh my god, this is one of my favorite moments of the whole episode. I just saw it in my notes there and I completely forgot until now, but this made me laugh so hard. It's when Homer goes, Should I be concerned? And then apparently he makes an appearance and goes, It's no way the time I need to touch onto the bar. <laughs> and, he's, and he's like, You still think about that? Every day. <laughs> That bit made me laugh oh, out that loud. Was so good. <laughs> I did such a like a sad level of detail to Barney. I know. <laughs> that level of affection is meant so much to him. Even Homer's knees touching on the bar. The concern in Homer's voice is what really made it for me. Yeah, yeah. You used to think of that? Think about that? <laughs> it's so good. Oh, so freaking funny. <laughs> So has Barney just been at this this timber sport there this just whole like, time? I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, freaking hilarious! <laughs> so from there, Paula offers marriage the opportunity to train with her for a month in Portland, mm. Mm. and um, Marriage has a little daydream about her 
throwing that tree that um, nearly killed them early on in the episode and throwing it into a factory. Another dream sequence here. Yeah. Throwing yeah. it into a factory to make pencils for orphans. Oh, yeah. And she goes, oh, fantasies can be good? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like sad insight into Marge's... Uh, I know, yeah, her fantasies are just like, never always, nice. Always, yeah. <laughs> Which is like, you should, one would think the whole point of fantasies is that they're always positive, but mm, not for Marge. No, she's a, she, she, she's a worrier. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which makes absolute sense to her character. One little visual gag too I want to I want to point out mm, go for it was it. so funny was uh when like what's called uh Lisa is like oh I'm so proud of mom but it's just so bad for tr- like all, all the cutting out all these trees is so bad for the environment oh yeah and then Bart's like well uh, they taught us at school that trees are bad for the environment and he shows his book and it says Exxon Mobil unteaches you science. <laughs> <laughs> so freaking good. I, I looked it up, and Exxon Mobil is one of the world's largest oil and gas companies. Oh wow, so that's what it is. Obviously. Oh, that's like, hilarious. Like, okay, yeah. I didn't quite get that, so it's yeah. nice to get the extra layer to that joke there. <laughs> yeah, just commenting that the school is like giving them books <laughs> yeah. that is like not fact checked yeah, at that's all, it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but just just taking like yeah, like money from <laughs> you know, you know, like companies making their own personal <laughs> yeah books of like spreading false facts to yeah, people false. to promote their company exactly. and make their company exactly. seem good and everything uh, and th- th- those books are being licensed in Springfield by the military with forward by Mitch McConnell <laughs> <laughs> did it say that in the book yeah it said on the front as well <laughs> hilarious so um, from there we see Homer saying that he doesn't want marriage to go he's afraid she might um, never come back and yes. this whole this line was actually just actually made me shed a little tear. I thought it was incredibly sweet. I miss you when we're separated in a revolving door. I miss you when I'm putting a sweater over my head. I miss you when I close my eyes during a sneeze. I miss you when the clock springs ahead an hour. We'll never get that time back. Uh, I love that they didn't even kind of go for a joke there. They just they just had Homer be really It was a genuinely powerful, beautiful line. Yeah, yeah, and just he didn't want to lose her and he yeah. was afraid. I just the, the context here is that uh because Marge has won this competition, um mm-hmm. she is is if she is to progress further, she would be going for a month to Portland. Yes. To to so so she's she's like, approaching Homer to discuss it and this is how it's mm-hmm. come about. Exactly, yeah. And then after this scene, we then cut to one month later. Yeah. So she yeah. has, in fact, but been training in Portland. Important detail, though, is mm. is that um, she says to him, I just need you to be okay with this. Or I just need yeah. you to, 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 like, sort of be be okay with me doing this, okay? Mm. And, and I feel like it was really a thing of, like, if you were okay with this, I might be able to stay. Because, yeah, I think possibly. You it know? could have been either way. Yeah, exactly. Him not being your game means she had to go. Yeah, yeah, basically. yeah. Exactly. Mm. That that like then when once he she had said that to him, him being completely not on board. Mm-hmm. And then like he said hard cuts, which I was so impressed by. I loved it. Yeah, that was really cool. Mm, I, I didn't, didn't anticipate it at all. It's not very Simpsons like to just no, give us a whole. Here you go, one month later. Yeah, and that's that. That's what I feel like is one of the main differences of this marriage storyline. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like totally. that it's willing to sort of uh shake stuff up because I don't think we've really explored marriage in this this kind of in this kind before. of capacity, yeah, yeah. Her being just completely independent. Like even like the strongest marriage episodes, there's usually still an element of her being a mom and her doing this for Homer and the kids, but this is purely for her. Mm-hmm. Which I thought it was really cool. Um so yeah, one month later, Homer, Bart, Maggie, and Lisa are all heading to Portland. Oh, also, Homer writes. Uh, he's so sad about Marge leaving, 
uh, just that, like the McRib. Just like the McRib. And yes. then he reveals that he's written letters to the McRib <laughs> yeah. that have been sent back to him because the McRib is not a person. No, apparently not. Or <laughs> he fell from there, you know? Yeah, yeah that was even sad. Yeah. yeah. So Portland, there's loads and loads of gags here about Portland. And I don't really know anything about Portland, but it still made me laugh. Yeah. yeah. It gave me an idea of what this place <laughs> must be like. And obviously they're exaggerating because it's The Simpsons. But, you know, some fun bits here. It's um, its slogan is if Woody Harrelson was a city, <laughs> which I thought was great. And uh, we had this guy leaving the house. He locks the door and he's got and he's like, "Oh, forgot to leave my door open." That's How insulting, yeah. people! <laughs> and opens his door back up and leaves the door open as well. These are people to rob him very willingly. Letting people rob him. The only real, the only real like sort of uh, um, insights I have into uh, Portland is. Mm. The episode of Comedians and Carries Getting co- Coffee with Fred Armisen. Oh, yeah. Where he lives in Portland. And this episode of The Simpsons. Oh, yeah. Portlandia <laughs> is Portland. I yeah. didn't even make that connection. Yeah, yeah, of yeah. course. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, it just, they both seem so uh, on the same uh, uh, level. Page. Yeah, <laughs> totally. <laughs> with how they consider Portland. Completely. You know? Have you seen Portlandia, actually? I haven't, actually, yet. No. I, 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 I only, no, I haven't seen it either. Mm. I, I only thought you might have because mm. I know you're a big fan of Fred Armisen. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's my it's one, one I'm check out sometime. to check out because also from that episode of Comedians Carries Getting Coffee in this episode of The Simpsons, I'm mm. super interested in Portland as a city. I know, yeah, I'm intrigued by so it. so intriguing. Yeah. Because, you know. Certainly. So, um, yeah, from there they run into Comic Book Guy, who we find now goes here to recharge. Yeah. Um, because here he's considered quirky. Yes, yes, rather than obnoxious. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, they're like, oh, do you sell comic books here too? Like, no, I sell weed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, funny, this little detail, I thought. So then um, we see that Marge is getting on perfectly fine out of the family, living here with Paula. She's changed her look, is kind yeah. of dressing more masculine. And, um, yeah, 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 more kind of, yeah, sort of, sort of, um, embracing the lumberjill kind of you know yeah aesthetic that vibe also had like a, a sort of like throw it back a little bit but mm. that song that was playing for the episode really fabulous yeah I've got to look that up but I think that yeah, it was too. written for this I feel like it must have been because it was so, too specific to yeah, not have been yeah. yeah they have this 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 theme for like uh, for for marriage and um, Paula Paula mm. uh, and it's just it's just excellent <laughs> yeah yeah really really enjoyable I'll, I'll show a bit of the audio of it So beautiful and green And there I saw a woman Who was chopping down a tree The sawdust was flying She was spinning on a log On her waist was strapped a tool belt With a black and decker saw Vroom, vroom, pull the cord Buzz, buzz, just one more Roll, roll, what a thrill with lumber chill Vroom, vroom, pull the cord Buzz, buzz, just one more Roll, roll, what a thrill With lumber chill We have a, a, a little, little cut here as well of Grandpa minding Yeah <laughs> Sounds a little helper snowball and a toaster Thinking that it's um <laughs> That it's fairly Lisa and Maggie there's two business episodes where Grandpa is just incredibly Alzheimer's, and that's his whole contribution to this episode. 
we'll get to the other one shortly I thought that was funny and, uh, <laughs> and another great little meta line from Lisa here as well where she mentions how she loves Portland and wants to move there yes. but just like every other place they ever visited but in the end we'll decide she wants to go home because there's no place like it yeah so good just yeah very self-referential to um, literally every time they go anywhere Lisa yes, wants to move yeah, there yeah, yeah. <laughs> real quick can, mm. we, can we do a message from the sponsor absolutely yeah Fantastic. Okay. It's here. So, our sponsor this week is that tiny pizza table that come with pizza. <laughs> you ever notice that minuscule table that comes with your pizza? Well, it notices you. Show your tiny pizza table some love today and donate it to some elves or set it up so your action man can have a tea party. Don't forget about it. It's not going to forget about you. Is that everything? Yeah, that's all, that's all that nice. tiny. That's all that tiny pizza table uh, come with pizza. I have to say, thank you. That tiny table that comes here, pizza comes with. <laughs> you told me before this that somebody really famous was going to be our it sponsor. Was a big name, <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't think this famous. Everybody knows that tiny pizza table that come with pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I'm overwhelmed here. Thank you so much. Yeah, I mean, great. I'm very, very honored. Very, very privileged. I'm that so, you're a fan of the podcast. Yeah, and appreciative to you for keeping your pizzas. Um, you know, not from supporters. getting crushed. Yeah, yeah supporters. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. And my action men. Mm. And sometimes you have those th- those tables that have like um, the actual slices already ingrained on the tables. So you can put the slice perfectly on it. Whoa. Yeah. I'm guessing some of them are like big fans of the podcast. So I appreciate those guys. They're those, cool. Those guys you are know? pretty cool. Man. Yeah, those guys are pretty those awesome. Pretty cool. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. They've sent us $85 million. Yeah. That's like, uh, what's half of that? Uh, that would be $42.5 million each. Man, sorry guys. <laughs> Don't get too jealous. We're we're very, very honest podcast. We talk about exactly how much money we're making on this. Very honest. Yeah, we, well, you know, we tell you each time what the, what the mm. you know, what the sponsor gives us. Yeah. Last last week, you know, Boreas gave us wind. Exactly. So I thought, you know, it's, it's only... This week we got $85 million. $85 million from Thank the you. tiny pizza table that comes with pizza. What, 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 what a sweet dude or sweet dudes yeah, yeah. A community of people who just love our podcast oh man mm. we see all these little lesbian hints around the house which um, yes. absolutely petrify Homer and make him think that firstly she's going to stay and secondly she may have fallen for Paula I think this is little hints are made there so interesting too because you know obviously like you know it's the Simpsons so by the end of the episode mm. um, marriage is going to come home Yes, and but but it's just so interesting because I feel like as though, you know, like all logically, like I feel like if you're really putting this under the microscope, it's it's kind of suggesting that like marriage does have some, perhaps by curiosities. Totally, yeah, and you know, it's the, in this whole situation, like yes, it obviously makes sense, and it had to happen that she would go home. But in this exact circumstances, realistically, she probably wouldn't have. She feels so far gone. Yeah, definitely by the the point where we are at now. Um, she's even like a little bit cold towards Homer and stuff you know I felt really like yeah, she was really like fighting her own independence we really got the sense of a whole month really had passed yeah. where she was not with yeah. her family you know I really got, got got a feeling for that and she was really just enjoying this new life here she had her own pugs and everything yeah, yeah they had their yeah. own pugs which she says uh, remind her of Homer <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> so next yeah we have them at the um championships and she's doing really well she assures homer that she'll come home after the finals um causing him to oh yeah turn off the suicide hotline speed dial oh my 
It's another another suicide note thrown in there for good measure. <laughs> Why not? Yes, um, yes, yes. We, we see the manager's also disappointed that Homer isn't supportive of her finding yeah. something that she is finally good and passionate about. Yes, yeah, and yeah. Um, there's a nice moment we see the Homer really does hear this. Yeah. And um, we cut to Homer at, at a bar, quite depressed, just throwing back some beers. And it's a very fun, quick little dialogue from um, Homer in a port landing and being like, uh, Well, I'm sitting in a bar and my wife's in love with a female lumberjack. Classic Portland. Where are you from? Springfield. Which one, Oregon? I don't know. We have a whole sequence of the sports happening and whatnot, and marriage does end up winning the competition. Homer accepts the feat, saying to Paul that she's won. And, um, oh yeah, and this is a bit where Homer goes like, uh, our, our, our love is like a tree. It grows, when you cut it down, it grows stronger. <laughs> Which makes Lisa goes, that's not how trees work. And then Bart goes, my book says it is. Yeah. Because <laughs> it takes out a book that says how trees work. And yeah. it's again, another detail of him in his book. <laughs> By another company. <laughs> yeah. Of a poorly fact-checked book that um, the school is distributing to children. <laughs> Hilarious. So we end up finding out that Paula is married to a dancer yeah. in Japan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which and, is, sorry, yeah? Which is like, I sort of... Um, I like this. I, I like this kind of like this ending here. This fearing off mm. here, but I almost wish. Uh, I almost wish it was more like. Like how this goes then? Okay, is that um, Paula breaks this down for Homer? Yeah, and then he doesn't know what he's going to say to Marge, and then she whispers something in his ear. I thought it was really sweet, personally. I, I liked it. Okay, I did like it, but mm. I would have preferred if it was something a bit more. On marriage's terms. Oh, sure, yeah. Because what he says is, do you want to go home? Mm-hmm. Okay, which is asking her what she wants, technically. Yeah. But I, I would have preferred, and this is maybe a small deal, but I would have preferred a, what do you want to do? Sure. Yeah, I get at, you. At ending, I you think know? it kind of has the very similar connotations to that, though. I think it has the same energy, but I, yeah. I don't think it's the same thing. Yeah, okay, that's fair enough. You know? I thought it was very sweet. It, it's, a, it's a little right to me, is like, He's giving marriage the option here rather than I yeah. want you to come home for me. Yeah. He said, do yeah, you yeah. want to go home? I'd I thought agree. it was a sweet moment personally. No, I'd agree. I, I still think it's a it's a good ending. Mm. But it's just a, a little detail I would have preferred if it was a bit more a bit more on her terms. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. No, that's because, very fair. Because the whole episode was so marriage uh, oriented. Yes, and so different to other marriage oriented. Yeah, yeah, completely, you know? yeah. Um but yeah, to be fair, it was a very like quick. Let's wrap this episode up. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. But I, I kind of, I, I thought they, it did feel like okay, we're out of time. We need to wrap this up. But I, I thought they did the best they could have with yeah, that lack time of time they, they had. had. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's a twenty-two minute episode, something like that. Like Portland was introduced in the last like five minutes or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know I mean? Yeah, like, the whole, the whole stuff of like her becoming good at uh, be, be, being a lumberjill and stuff like that is, yeah, definitely at least the first fifteen minutes of the episode. Mm, mm. So yeah, they they had they don't have a great deal of time to bring this all together. I think they did a pretty solid job, and I, think I so. yeah, and I will say I really enjoyed the uh, the, t- the tag in this episode too of uh, Homer giving Maggie a toy chainsaw. Oh yeah, and uh, <laughs> um, she she gets scared by Homer walks away. Maggie turns the toy toy chainsaw on. Maggie gets scared by it, so she, she puts her head underneath her um her little baby her little, clothes, yeah, and yeah, and then Grandma walks through and goes. Oh, she lost her baby head. You'll be getting a visit from the head fairy. <laughs> yeah. Walks away, and there's Grandpa's closing line, and there's very old moments. <laughs> Quite brilliantly. 
So and yeah, good. all around, really nice episode. I like this one. Really strong. Very, very different, as you said, mm. for marriage episodes in general. But also quite a different episode, just in general. It had yeah. a yeah. cool, interesting vibe to Definitely. it, I felt. Definitely. Yeah, I think so. I really, really so. enjoyed this one. And it was also, like, you know, a really interesting, quite adult, serious story, but also being very, very gag-heavy and hilarious. Yeah. It really managed to yeah. combine the two, because that's why we, we mentioned so many gags over the course of this podcast. There were just so many I wanted to mention, because they were just genuinely hilarious. Yeah. Do you know? I, so it was I, a good mix. I thought it was, I thought it was kind of cool that, like, sort of what they were dealing with here was that um, you can have a relationship... Mm. Where one of the individuals is head over heels in love with 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 the other with with the other in in the relationship, but if you're not factoring in what the other person wants and talking about what the person wants, it it doesn't always matter, you know. Yeah, yeah, you exactly. Run into problems. Hundred percent, Jake. I consider the other person. I think it was kind of saying you can have a relationship while still being your own person. Yeah, in a way too. Yeah. You know, your relationship doesn't have to define you. I thought it was very interesting. But yeah, all around my related episode. But very yeah, difficult for Alice as well. No, of course not. You know especially I mean? when you're in a marriage and you yeah. have kids and stuff. But yeah, you certainly did like try and find your own independence. Yeah. As a person, as your own person, and do something that doesn't need to be doesn't involve your husband or your kids or whatever. You know. Yeah. 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 Nice episode. Final rating overall. I would give it an eight point four out of ten. Well, okay. Yeah, yeah. I gave it an eight point five. Interesting. Yeah. 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 There you go, really strong one. So, we like some Simpsons news? Simpsons news! Live from a young man's bedroom in Cork City, it's Simpsons news! So, the first bit of news is a, a series of um, Twitter threads that Josh Weinstein, who is an executive producer on the show from seasons uh, 7 to 8, put up on, on Twitter. Um... So the episode "Marriage Be Not Proud" it was the, it was his twenty fifth anniversary this week. Mm. "Marriage Be Not Proud" being the episode where Barrett shoplifts in a video game from yeah, you remember that episode? Yeah, yeah, four finger discount. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, so yes, that's where that line comes from. Yeah, um, that has always made me feel so ooh, as, oh, a, as yeah. a lot of their Christmas shows do, but that one in particular just how poorly Bart's treated in that episode 4 shoplifting but anyhow the um the actor who plays the sh- the, the guy running the mall who catches Bart shoplifting Lawrence Tierney who was like quite a yeah. big Hollywood actor at the time Josh Weinstein posted a series of tweets talking about his experience of working with Lawrence Tierney so he says um so noon whatever the day where they made it is uh, car arrives at Fox Tierney steps out driver says he refused to take him back and speeds off it's raining um, uh, 12.05 Tierney 76 is led grumbling down the stairs to our basement recording room I'm sweating <laughs> 10 minutes past 12 Bill Oakley and I talk to Tierney a personal assistant hands out lunches and opens a plastic container the sound angers Tierney and he yells I'm trying to talk with the director here um, 12.15 Tierney informs me and Bill he intends to do the character Don Broca in a sudden voice we somehow convince him to do it in his regular voice which he which he which we tell him we love. It's why we heard. It's why we hired him based on Reservoir Dogs. <laughs> he seems dubious, but I led him to the mic in the end. Um, at twelve twenty, recording lines in a dead quiet studio, but stop to explain jokes. The answering machine gag is complex. We can't convey convey to him why it's funny, so we go along with his insistence. It's only good if someone else is on the line, and I imitate ad lib Marge's replies, which we edit out in the end. 
my god. So if you don't remember that bit, there's a whole side story in that episode where Homer is like um, doing this call, mach- call machine, these answering machines that um, if people don't pick up the phone, um, money gets charged in their account going to Homer. Yeah, Homer's yeah, like scamming yeah. people basically. And um, the whole point is that if they don't pick up the phone, he'll get paid. So all these like funny answering calls from Homer are playing out in the episode that they don't pick up. So it, it would literally make no sense for someone to respond. It would defeat the whole point of that side story. <laughs> and Lawrence Tierney, an actor, is suggesting to them how their script could be better. That's so funny. It's so relatable. Just like someone's not quite understanding what yeah, you're going for, you know. Diva. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've experienced it like... Probably hadn't even read the script properly. Clearly you know not. I mean? yeah. like, if, if, you're not, if you're trying to argue that point. Mm, and this dramatic actor is also telling these showrunners of The Simpsons how their script could be funnier. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That irks me, like. Um, then at half twelve, Tierney is still cranky. Whenever Bill and I sitting at a nearby table discuss something, Tierney is all, what are you saying over there? And I end up having to stand next to him and explain stuff. What? Oh my God. At 12.45, we finish. Tierney's led away to a new unsuspecting, to a new unsuspecting driver, and we breathe a sigh of relief. It was the most nerve-wracking recording session we ever have, we've ever had, but we have a feeling it'll be a memorable performance, which in the end it was. And um, I think that was the end of it. Oh yeah, and then Bill Oakley commented back on Josh Weinstein's tweets. Bill Oakley also being a showrunner at the time. Um, don't don't forget how he concerned and hit on Bonnie, our casting director, within less than a minute after his arrival. And two, how he somehow was irked by me dressing like a baseball player. <laughs> So there you go. Oh Lawrence Tierney clearly wasn't very pleasant to work with. <laughs> that was fun. And did he... Was his part even that big in that episode? He's uh, quite an Asian character. Well, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, he is. He's very good in it. Yeah. One couldn't deny that. But it also makes sense... I'm not too familiar with Lawrence Tierney, but it makes sense from the character we hear in this episode that yeah. he's quite an intimidating, you know... Presence. Yeah, yeah. Very hot and cold guy. Sure, sure, sure. And so yeah, that was my piece of Simpsons news. Just one more as well. Not entirely Simpsons related, but would only exist because of Simpsons. So I think it's quite interesting. Is Nancy Cartwright has started her own masterclass oh, on voice acting. Interesting. Yeah, so it was pretty cool. Very cool. Yeah, it looks fun. I watched a trailer for it, which is available online on YouTube. If anyone wants to look at it, she's just a lot of it animated, like not as herself. She's doing it like through characters, not with Barrett and stuff, because obviously they don't have the rights to hmm. like claymation 2d animation stuff like that it looks really cool and looks like it's definitely worth people's while if they're interested in voice acting yeah of course yeah that's so cool Mm, really really interesting i suppose suppose like that's uh you know (laughs) like 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 real testament to uh you know if you want to learn voice acting from someone you definitely want to learn it from someone who can um very effectively (laughs) um and famously do a, a male's voice. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, totally. The alternative gender. Absolutely. He's a very talented voice actor in general too. And yeah, also, yeah. you would want to get a master class with somebody who has succeeded and she's probably one of the richest voice actors in the world. It definitely oh, is. Definitely, yeah. definitely is one yeah, of the richest yeah. voice actors in the world. So, yeah, that was my Simpsons news. Do you have any fake Simpsons news? Oh, I do. This week in fake Simpsons news. I'm ready. Unfortunately, Homer Simpson has been kidnapped. Oh, fuck. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. As they were trying to animate and produce the 33rd season of The Simpsons, Homer Simpson has been abducted oh, man. from Springfield. Yes, 742 you know? Evergreen Terrace. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, Damn. and they can't continue production until they have found him. Ooh. If anybody out there has any idea please. where Homer Simpson is, please contact me and Dylan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, contact us. <laughs> please contact us. I just hit us up. Let us know what's mm. going on. Come over and have a beer with us. You know. Yeah, exactly. Don't contact his family. No, because in this scenario, they're real. Yeah, they can't help. <laughs> but we, we, we can help. We can help. You were for Dylan and Brendan have a Simpsons podcast. You know, we we, we fix we, things, we yeah, solve things. We get on the case, and you know, we're Scooby and Shaggy. You know, we may be a little yeah. quirky and a little silly, but we get the job done. Yeah, big sandwiches, we eat them. Mm. You know, and but we get the monster done. Oh, we do, we do. We get bait along the way, but we get the monster <laughs> done. <laughs> you know it to be true. <laughs> well, it's got more upsetting each week. Your Simpsons news. First, your fake Simpsons news. First, yeah. we had. Matt Groening come for dinner. That was fun. That was pretty good. Yeah, but he was. Yeah, I mean, what, an appa- what an appalling dinner. Guys. Ooh, my goodness, my goodness. <laughs> well, like you know, great guy, but just like. I understand, you know, you're a guest at our house, but you yeah. know, there's boundaries, and there's also like we want some food too. You know, he yeah, he, he went way over oh, his portion. Man, like, we were doing like a sharing why, clasher, why you know. Why are you taking your socks off? Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? You're not that powerful, man. <laughs> ridiculous. But, uh, at one point he just tried to like bite Dylan's finger and we were like dude come on he, he wanted me to have four and he was saying like oh you, 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 are you a big Simpsons fan yeah but and, you know, like, he wants, I want my five fingers he was gonna give Dylan 20 grand but like mm. the thing is you know it's yeah but I'm making so much money from this podcast 20, 20 grand thing. is not good you know, to me we, <laughs> I didn't need that Matt Gray we, we had that 85 million like just you know just lying around in anyway. loose change yeah so, exactly so. <laughs> only 20 grand but um <laughs> yeah then we had that and, and then last week we had that they're changing they're done the with tur- yellow the turquoise yeah, yeah. they're doing yeah. since they're turquoise now and now Homer's kidnapped man it's getting Homer. more and more bleak this is the worst Christmas ever Brendan <laughs> you ruined Christmas god damn it fake Simpsons news when are you gonna bring us some when are you gonna bring us something uh, we can work with yeah alright bring some joy to the world yeah you know what you know what next yeah. week I'm gonna make up something oh shit it's not gonna happen next week after no. the holidays, I'm going to have to make up something nice. Yes. You know. <sighs> but then do as many people tune in, though. People want the gory People details. want the, oh, yeah, yeah. That's, that, that's the news that gets the most attention, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. And negative stuff. Yeah. It's <laughs> happened to Homer. Woo-hoo. Tune we'll in after out, the holidays find to find out. Find out in the new year. <laughs> yeah. Are we going to wrap it up from there? Yes. Could I wrap it up with, uh, I wanted to, because... I can't remember what's the music teacher's name again Mr. Largo Mr. Largo mentioned Samuel Beckett I'd love to conclude it with uh, a Samuel Beckett quote go for it so this is a quote from the character of Ham from the Samuel Beckett play Endgame have you not finished will you never finish will this never finish my kingdom for a night man clear away this muck chuck it into the sea Have a great Christmas. Merry Christmas. Bye.